everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are at minute 12, which starts with one of the homeboys, I think number one, but I can't remember, saying, yo, you actually think you're going to hit this party packing a pleasure chest and some girl's just going to give it up? Going through... Preston saying, Amanda, Mandy, that, that, that. <laughs> so. My first uh, note is pleasure chest. I just, that was just a pleasure little bit chest. of pleasure for me too. That was fun. Um, especially because I originally wrote down treasure chest. And I listened to it again. I was like, oh, oh no. Wait, it's it's the other thing. Got it's it. pleasure chest. Personally, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I hate it, but I love it. It's yeah. That, it's that, it's that where it yes. is for me. Um. Then we have a really weird thing. Okay. It cuts to the party. Uh-huh. And some music is playing. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is that music? So I had to go to the IMDb credits um, for music, um, which is which reflects the cre- when, where in the credits they talk about the music. I confirmed that. This is a Jennifer Love Hewitt song mm-hmm. that is a cover of a Linda Ronstadt song called How Do I Make You. Okay. I can find literally no other reference to the existence of this song other than the credits of this movie. Weird. It's not on YouTube. It's not on on Wikipedia. It's not on just a general Google search. She uh, made a song called How Do I Deal. Um, so I get a lot of results about that. But Jennifer Love Hewitt did. Yes. Huh. Um, for the I Still Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack. Um, okay. But there is literally the only place I could find this song uh, was in the credits of this movie. Uh, and I listened to the Linda Ronstadt song and confirmed that is exactly what it is. Um, it's just Jennifer Love Hewitt singing it. And I was like, oh, maybe they, maybe IMDb mis- miscredited it or something. But it is in the credits that it is performed by Jennifer Love Hewitt. So Weird. I do not know. Okay. I wonder if it's um, something, do you think it's possible that, like, while they were sitting around on set, because they've got, I mean, a little bit of spoilers for later this week, but there's a band at this party, so there's it. music, so maybe she was just sitting around and sang it, and somebody was like, oh my god, we have to put that in the movie, and so she yeah. just, like, recorded a quick take of it somewhere. We should... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that part on the commentary and see if they talk about it. I don't use the commentary enough, and I have the DVD, so I could. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get back to you if there's a story about that. Okay. Um, the next thing I have, uh, they have uh, Preston and Kenny and uh, Mike's cars listed, what they are. Um, so for this scene, we see Preston uh, in his car with Denise. Uh, that is a 1972 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. Okay. So... I don't have any further information about it. That's just what IMDb um, informed me. That was what his car is. Okay. Uh, he has a letter, though. The letter. Capital T, the capital L. letter. Yes. Preston mm-hmm. says, I brought the letter. And Denise says that he's not going to give her the letter, her being right. Amanda. Um, right. Because he hasn't had the chance to revise it for the four billionth time. To which Preston replies, all great writers revise. It's a fair <laughs> point. All great writers revise. 
and and sometimes never publish. I mean, that's that's uh-huh. that's just a fact of life. Yes, and um, you know, it, and it's okay <laughs> for you to not publish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could just not give her the letter, Preston. It's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah. Would you like me to read Denise's version of the letter? Yes. <laughs> Dear Amanda, now that you're finally single, I can finally give you this sappy love letter that I never had the guts to give you during all four years of high school. Preston cuts Denise off at that point because there's a song on the radio. Yes. And the song is Mandy. By Barry Manilow. Yes. I we we talked before we started recording. We both have some information about this song. Um, but I'd never heard the line from Denise before. That is now one of my favorite lines in this movie. Again, a movie rich in great lines. Why do we have a radio station now that plays Barry Manilow? Yes. I Is it love why do it. we have a radio station now? I had why do why do we have a radio station on? That plays Barry Manilow. I, I think it's now. I'm pretty sure the subtitle said now. Okay, the, tra- the, the transcript, the transcript says, on. says on, and I had always heard it as on, but maybe I have not. She says it like while the song is playing, and I think Preston is talking, so it might even be something that she like ad libbed. I it's love so it good. so much. It's such a funny thing to. Say. It's it's a little bit of lampshading of like, wait. The radio is playing Barry Manilow. Right. What is happening? Now, all of this will be explained. Um, and we'll actually get uh, the date that this that this movie is set in at a later yes. time. So, um, do you want to tell me what you found about the Barry Manilow song or any other version of the song, Mabrandi? Yes. Okay. So, this song was originally written by Scott English and Richard Carr. It was originally recorded by English in 1971 under the name Brandy. Right. Apparently, when uh, Barry Manilow released it three years later in 1974, he changed it from Brandy to Mandy to avoid confusion with another song by Looking Glass called Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Which people uh, who have seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is the song in the beginning of that movie. The first song you, you hear at the beginning of that movie is Brandy, You're a Fine Girl by Looking Glass. Okay. Okay. Most of my commentary about this song is in tomorrow's minute. Um, okay. Because it has to do with a specific conversation that Preston and Denise have about some lore surrounding this song. Oh, interesting. So I thought you were going to you were going to snipe my minute twelve Barry Manilow information, but you're going to snipe my minute thirteen Barry Manilow yes. information, which is cool. Yeah. Um the only other stuff I have is uh it it reached number one in the US uh the week ending January eighteenth, nineteen seventy five. Uh it replaced Elton John's cover of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. And it was replaced by the Carpenter's cover of Please, Mr. Postman. So 1975 started off literally with the first, like, two months being just covers, hey, which is really you interesting. You know, that's fine. Sometimes you just really need a good cover. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm certainly not. I mean, I think Elton John, Barry Manilow, and the Carpenters are certainly nothing to sniff at. I mean, sure. like, <laughs> if you have to have someone covering your stuff. Um 
it hit the U.S. adult contemporary chart, of course, and then it also um, it went number one in Canada. Oh, it hit number one on the U.S. adult contemporary chart and the singles chart in Canada and the Canada adult contemporary chart. Um, and then for year-end charts, 1975 year-end charts, it hit number 35 in the U.S. and number 12 in Canada. So Canada liked it just a little bit better. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, that is actually all I have for this minute. Yeah, that's all I have. Because um, it is... We have... I was going to say, it is implied by Preston that this is a sign. This is another sign right. from the universe I, that he and Amanda are meant to be together and they're going to finally be together tonight. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, he, Amanda, uh, Mandy. But we'll, we'll dive a little we'll dive a little deeper into that right. tomorrow. I, this is, yeah. Um, tomorrow's going to be, hey, if you want to listen to one minute this week, Why? But if that's what you're dead set on doing, um, tomorrow's, I think, going to be the one for your Barry Manilow fix. So uh, you're going to learn some interesting stuff. That would have been good information for you to give them at the top of yesterday. But. <laughs> well, here we are at the end of the, the thing. I guess, you know, buyer beware. They're free podcasts. Let's do social media. Yes, let's. Would you like to do social media today? I would. I would love to. Um, okay. We are on Twitter as a podcast at je underscore minute movies, uh, and I am individually on Twitter at unabashed James, and I'm at unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network. You can find them on Twitter at Scavengers Net. They have lots and lots of great shows aside from us. Shows such as Myth Takes. Mm-hmm. So Myth Takes is. A little bit the flagship of the Scavengers Network in that if you threw a stone you and at a, at a crowd of Scavengers Network podcast hosts, um, we'd be upset. But you'd probably hit someone that is on Myth Takes or has been on Myth Takes or will be on Myth Takes. Um, it's basically everyone in the network that is interested in role playing um, and was on the network when it started is on is on there in various forms they do sort of rotating cast things uh it's monster of the week right now although there are plans uh eventually to uh try other games too um so you can you can start with either the um there are four episodes that are sort of introductory episodes about like the characters and their stats and stuff or you can just get right into it and and learn about them on the way um and they're very clearly labeled uh episodes so uh why don't you give myth takes a shot i really like it yeah, it's a good actual play podcast. And I'm not on it, so I can say that and not even be, like, tooting my own horn at all. Nice. That's awesome. I'm sorry. Let me take that again. I'm not on it yet. Right. At correct. some point, I do yes, yes, plan yes. on worming my way in there, but... It's good to it's good to um, visualize your goals. <laughs> yep. That's the real myth take. Um, <laughs> so I think that's going to be... <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it for the first half of the Barry Manilow Minute. Join us tomorrow for Minute 13, the con- the thrilling conclusion. Of the Barry Manilow Minute? Of the Barry Manilow Minutes. Yeah, the Barry Manilow Dyad of Minutes. Yeah. All right. We're going to go record that. I can't hardly wait. To get a new sign-off. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, 
community-focused, treasured content.